0: blog talk radio
1: it's time for standing on my soapbox the daily rant and radio show we talk about all of the good bad and the ugly of current events join your host scott fullerton and co-host craig hurley you our listeners are invited to call in and stand on our soapbox with
0: us call 347-989-0126 between 4 and 5 p.m eastern standard time monday through friday That's 347-989-0126.
1: Now, here are your host and creator, Scott Fullerton, and co-host, Craig Hurley.
0: Thank you, Katie. Welcome to Standing on My Soapbox, everyone. I am your host, Scott Fullerton. I can't believe we've gone through another week so quickly. Thanks for tuning in every Monday through Friday from 1 to 2 p.m. Pacific time, 4 to 5 p.m. Eastern time, and Standing on My Soapbox with me and my very talented co-host, actor and writer, Mr. Craig Hurley. We hope you'll join us today. Call in to talk about what's on your mind. Are you excited about pop culture? What's the latest movies coming out? Let us know and give us a call. 347 989 0126. That's 347 989 0126. You got an hour, guys. Give us a call. Craig Hurley, how's everything in Chicagoland?
1: Really? Uh, what's your favorite movie? Really? Curiously? Oh, um... About. I don't know. Uh, what's your favorite golf trip? Let Let's go with that one because it costs taxpayers okay, a calls. shit they ton of money.
0: Yeah, calling call in about what's your favorite
1: tip? What's your favorite trip to mar a uh that our president has taken over the past two years? Millions of dollars exactly. worth of taxpayers' money. He said he wasn't going to golf. Dude, I hate that game. I hate golf, and I am a huge fan of Adam Sandler's. A huge fan of Happy Gilmore. I absolutely hate it. I think it's boring. I think it's nothing to hit a ball into a hole, especially if you're just driving around on a cart getting drunk. What the hell? This game is so fucking boring and stupid. It. And you know what? I can, I can, right now, I can outdrive. I can outdrive number 45, all right? And I'm not talking about on a cart. Uh, in a cart as well. I could uh, dude, I've won trophies for, for frickin' race car driving. I, I have won trophies for time trials. Me personally. So I could outdrive him in a race car and I can outdrive him when it comes to golf. I've hit it over the fence in Studio City at the driving range. That's three hundred and sixty nine yards. I, I
0: nearly a I quarter you, mile. I, I had a yellow four.
1: I had to yell four when I was in the driving range.
0: I like golf a lot. Me and my buddies, I don't go as much as I used to, but it was, it was our day for the guys and I to get together and just have three hours away from everybody. Um, we'd let the husbands and wives or whatever go do whatever they wanted to do. We'd go golfing for three hours, have a couple beers, walk around the course, then come back for a big barbecue afterwards. I thought it was a great thing to do for the afternoon i had a, little, I had when a good katie, time to, when
1: katie I, was doing when katie was doing every which way they had them housed they had all the actors housed at the marriott which is right next to and i can't stand saying this douchebag's name but it's right next <laughs> to the trump it's right next to the trump Doral, so uh yeah. and, which is in Doral, florida Um, And the Marriott is actually a part of the Trump Doral, which we had access to Trump Doral anytime that we wanted to. Yeah, like I want to go over and eat a $96 shit steak. Dude, (laughs) your steaks suck and they're $96. You're freaking crazy for charging those prices. Anyway... Um, we stayed at the Marriott. They had, they had Katie stay in there, and they had all the, uh, the rest of the actors. In fact, I cooked up uh, for every single actor, because I, 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 I cook up a mean steak. I, I learned, uh, I, I'm stealing Jason Lively's, um, uh, Jason Lively, who is Blake Lively's brother, uh, older brother. Uh, the Lively family has always been uh, involved in the entertainment business, and, uh, and they're all really good. Um, they're all currently working, uh, as actors and models and they're all, the entire family works, um, from, nice. you know, mother and father on down. They, they all work. <clears throat> uh, so uh, extremely talented family. And, uh, there was a point where Jason and I were hanging out and we're, we were at a barbecue and he showed me his recipe and I have since, um, innovated, said, uh, said recipe. So for for steaks and like I'll marinate a steak for three days. I you know, I let that soak in beer and it gets really friggin tasty. And I actually cooked up for the entire cast of Every Which Way, um, uh, like a, a buffet of steaks uh, one one afternoon. So, um, nice. you know, as opposed to, yeah, as opposed to paying ninety six dollars for a crappy ass frickin ribeye over at Trump Doral. Dude, that's a joke. Dude, the fries, the fries were like twenty-two dollars. Fries, a side of fries, twenty-two dollars. <laughs> Are you friggin' nuts, dude? You're nuts for charging those prices over there. Um, so uh, we we're staying at the, and this this comes back around to the game of golf. We're we're staying right on, on the Marriott property is a, a golf course that isn't being used. That's owned by Trump Doral, and and it's I don't know Arnold Palmer. I don't know who designed it. Somebody, I, I, I don't know, I don't know which one of these freaks designed, yeah I, I, yeah, I think he designed the, the course over there, but the course was being uh, sold or something, I, I don't know, because it was completely dilapidated, uh, a, a number of times I like just jumped over the fence and would wander around inside this dilapidated golf course, and it, I mean, it just completely not taken care of, there's weeds and there's all sorts of crap, nobody ever played golf on this thing. And, and I think since it's been developed, so that guy really does have um, uh, swamp swampland in Florida that he sells to people. That's another, yeah, that was shame. Grand
0: Cypress, Orlando, I think or Grand Cypress, something rather maybe.
1: Yeah. Now they, now they, well, I, I think they've built up Doral and Doral, Florida, um, Doral, Florida, it's just the name of the city. Um, there's a right. lot of, you know, major companies located there. Uh, so yeah, um, uh, including the Screen Actors Guild, including Telemundo, including Univision. Univision's actually got property that shared with Trump-Doral. They're like right on the other end of it. So all this immigration stuff—I don't know what the hell he's thinking. I, 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 seriously, all of it's got to be a distraction, including the the Green New Deal and all that shit, and including the the frickin', um, uh- tr- turning around and saying that that uh, no, I'm going going against Betsy on this on on the, taking $18 million away from 700,000 people. So, uh, you know, I, which it, he put her in that position in the first place. This, this dude's still a dick. I'm not, I'm tired of this. It, he's still being an ass. It's not like, you know, it, it, oh, it's a really good thing. You know, yesterday I was totally being facetious when I was like, hey, I'm finally proud of something good coming out of the White House. What I wasn't uh, being facetious about was, the thing that would be really good is to hear him say, "I quit," and I walk out of the White House. I was like, "Dude, I would be everybody." Dude, you would have seventy percent of the United States literally throwing a party, and being like, "Wow, that's the first thing that you've done that we're actually proud of."
0: Okay, <laughs>
1: so um, I, I I don't know where I started this madness. Where did I start you this? Started rant?
0: golf. We started golfing golf that. Oh the, yeah. The
1: freaking golf course across the way is just completely dilapidated and, and broken down. And, and, and I'm like, I, 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 I just don't, I, I don't understand it. I don't, I don't understand all of, all of this. We got, we have homeless people. We have people that don't have houses. What you got a golf course. I, don't, I just, I don't, I don't get it. I just, I, just, I don't freaking get it. And like I said, I, I would bet, and I don't really have a million dollars, but I know this douchebag does. At least he does on paper. So I, I would bet him a million dollars that I could outdrive his stupid ass. And he is freaking uh, on a golf course at least once a week. It's it's a golf course visit at least once every five days, guys and gals. That's a lot of freaking money. He said he would not be golfing. I hate this game.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's, it's it's kind of funny. This all kind of goes full circle because uh, one of CNN's commentators, John Avalon, actually brought this all together, and he was kind of expand. He, he brought in the DeVos thing and everything. He was going by, he was calling everything by Mar-a-Lago's, putting Mar-a-Lago's as a form of currency, like to pay for the eighteen. Dude, million.
1: I wanted to. I, I wanted to. I, I, I mean to interrupt. I, I, you just mentioned Mar-a-Lago. i I. 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 I I actually had the opportunity. I'm 0 degrees of separation from him. And I had the opportunity to go there and said no. And this is before he was even thinking about running for so I and this is years ago that I had the opportunity to go and I to Mar Largo and I said no. I I, I don't like him. I, I, I don't like what he is. I don't like what he stands for. I don't like the people around him. I don't like him. So I feel like I'm Dr. Seuss book right now. Um, but I, 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 I just, I, I don't like him, Sam. I am. Um, I don't like him, Don. I am. Uh, so yeah, I, I don't, I, 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 it, it, when I, I wanted to take video of this because we were in Fort Lauderdale a lot and which is right next to Palm city, Florida. And they were filming there for every which way. So I, I, I'm always hanging around and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm standing right next to the Katie dude. I, I cannot like, I, I, I gotta, you know, I'm, I'm protecting her. I gotta, I gotta do what I, you know, what I gotta do. So, um, I am there. And, and when you drive towards Mar-a-Lago uh, when you're going up US One, and this experience happens to millions of people on a daily basis because a lot of people take that route in order to get home. And it, you, you drive, and before you cross the bridge that goes over into where Mar a Largo is and where all these really sweet mansions are, and all these really, really nice yachts because there's all these canals, and you know, because those houses are really built on water. They're not, they're not built on anything, dude. Uh, They're built on coral actually, which means they're all sinking no matter what, no matter how much money they're worth, they're all sinking. Um, So, and we've got sea level rise because of climate change. This is going to be so much fun to watch, dude. There's going to be multi, multi billions of dollars worth of damage down there. So, so uh, listen to me, I'm all excited about the damage that's going to happen to all these people when on right across the bridge, you literally have 10,000 homeless people. I am not exaggerating. You drive, from his view, from a view from Mar-a-Lago, what you see is homeless people. You look to the south, and all you see is homeless people. And I'm, I, I'm baffled by that. I'm absolutely baffled by that. The extreme, just by crossing a friggin' bridge.
0: Yeah, that's kind of wild.
1: I wanted to put it on video at one point and, and put it out there, but I'm I'm sure that there's other people currently down in Florida that could probably do that for me. So if you're currently driving on US-1 and you see what I'm talking about, um, take some pictures and make sure Mar-a-Lago is in the background because you can see it from the homeless view. Take it from a homeless view. And make sure to give well, those this people little some Mar-a-Lago clothes.
0: Mar-a-Lago trips. Are costing three point three point four million every each time trip. he goes down there,
1: dude. Every five each days? Are you 3. freaking kidding million. me? Wow, and dude, have, my, well, that's no,
0: outrageous! He's not in He's not in every five days. He's on one. He's, no, he's golfing. On Trump Terrell.
1: Yeah, he's golfing on Trump Terrell, or he's over by the White House and golfing, right? But each one of these trips take what?
0: Somewhere, but yeah. But by himself, not counting the other trips, Mar-a-Lago himself, he's been there at $3.4 million to go there. And you have to remember, first off, that half of it is paying himself because he owns Mar-a-Lago, right? So he's paying himself all the staff there. A lot of it goes to Secret Service and things like that. But he's paying a lot of that $3.4 million, goes to Mar-a-Lago, which he happens to own, which he is actually getting back to the government's paying for, number one. Number two, he's gone there enough times on that $3.4 million that he's done 69 million times so far. And when, like I said, this um, CNN guy was putting it into Mar-a-Lagos as a form of currency, if you would, if you would take five a five Mar-a-Lagos includes the $18 billion for Special Olympics. So five of these trips could have paid for the Special Olympics that the budget was cut for so it's an
1: entire Dude, dude, what is what is what is wrong with these people? Are, are you just not recognizing it? People, I I'm, I'm talking to you. I'm talking to the listeners. You just not recognizing it? You just being dumb? Seriously. I I don't mean to insult you. You don't have to be dumb. You don't have to be ignorant. Ignorant just means uneducated. So, so get some education. Start listening. Start paying attention to what the hell's actually going on. That's a lot of freaking money to be wasting golfing.
0: This is our in president. He's supposed to be office, doing
1: stuff spent, for
0: us. In the two years he's been in office, he's spent a quarter of the time, which means six months, at one of his resorts. And he's played golf once every five days. And And he's trying to tell us that the executive time is actually getting a lot of work done? I don't think so. I just don't think that's a possibility. So, yeah, that's a little frustrating. I saw that today and I thought I was a little frustrated with all that. I don't blame you. Yeah.
1: Um, on to other things. Uh, I do still need a marine biologist to um, call me. That would be 347 989 0126 because now I'm confused. Um, I said yesterday that, and this isn't a hashtag. What Craig meant to say, we, we, I, I, I we, my lawyers can't seem to find anything to do. A hashtag what Craig meant to say. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. I, 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 for some reason, I've had uh, a, a serious amount of clarity over the past week. We, we haven't, we haven't been able to find anything collectively uh, on, on what I should have said. Um, you know, what hashtag what Craig days. meant to say. Uh, that's what? a
0: record. That's a record. Yeah. What, I, I one, don't know. I may days. have something
1: today. I don't I don't know. Um <laughs> but um I do still need a, a marine biologist to call me on this uh three four seven nine eight nine zero one two six because I'm confused about the orca porpoise dolphin whale thing. Um they all seem to be uh, and and I've, I've known that they were porpoises my whole life. Um, and, and, I, and I'm like, uh, but they all seem to be a part of the same whale family. It's Cretaceous or something like that. And I, I'm sure I'm butchering it. Um, and and they, the, the dolphin, the porpoise, and or orca, and or killer whale, um, and the, uh, the whale itself. Uh, the, when it, when it's actually a whale, from what I understand, they're baleen. They have baleen instead of teeth. And baleen is is like a like a mop or like um, like uh, like uh, a swiffer. It's like a, it's it's a filter. Baleen is they're not teeth because whales eat plankton. They eat the smallest minute little tiny particles. And so that's why they're swallowing a bunch of plastics because they can't, a lot of those are microbeads that they're swallowing, but they're finding a, a shit ton of plastics that we put into the ocean inside of whales and the whales are dying. They're suffocating because they have too much plastics inside. They cannot breathe. And it's not necessarily about that. They cannot eat. It's more that they cannot breathe. So, Uh, The the baleen actually acts as a filter and sucks the the particles in and sucks plankton in. And they normally have two blowholes. So a whale will have baleen and two blowholes, where a porpoise is just slightly smaller than a whale. And it has one blowhole and it has teeth and really, really, really friggin sharp teeth. And it's really, really, really freaking smart. Um, so it, it, it will seek revenge on you if you mess with its pod, if you mess with its family. So it, it, and and that the only difference that I can see is that it's in a subspecies or a yeah, a subspecies classification of the whale family. And it only has right. one blowhole. And then the dolphins are smaller than, than the porpoises. And although I, I know that there's some dolphins that we, or, or some porpoise that were like, no, it's closer to the size of a dolphin. So I, I, you know, I'm not exactly sure where that, where that line is. That's why I do need a marine biologist to please call me three, four, seven, nine, eight, nine, zero, one, two, six, to clarify all this bullshit that I'm speaking um, or talking. So, um, the, so the dolphins are just smaller than the porpoises, and they have their own subspecies classification, which is dolphin. So uh, that's, uh, that's what, I, what I read, and it seems kind of confusing to me that, you know, uh, they're all whales. I, I, so, you know, I, I think we should really – what's really cool is they're all mammals. They all breathe with lungs. These are, they're all mammals. They're just like us. They're just like us. If they had legs and feet, they'd be walking on land. They're just like us. Same organs, same all, all, all the stuff, except for no legs and no feet and no hands. They have little flippers, so pretty close. They got little, you know, stubs for arms. So there is something there as far as skeletal structure being very similar. But, dude, and brains, huh? dude, they, they crush us. They absolutely crush us. And I, there's been pods of dolphins that have gotten together in areas in the Pacific Coast uh, off of California that I, I'm pretty sure they're trying to give us a message. I'm pretty sure they're trying to talk to us. I, we've, we've devolved as a species. Humans have. There, there had to be a point where ESP comes into play. There has to be that. We've, we've got the technology right now. Where people like Stephen Hawking, we had it 20 years ago, where people like Stephen Hawking, who weren't able to speak, were able to speak because of a computer and because the computer was reading his brain waves. That is actual fact science. That is stuff that is happening. So we could actually communicate with these beings that are smarter than us. And, and there are studies, there are ocean, uh, oceanographers, there's different groups, there's one, um, uh, shoot. I forgot the name of it right this second uh, uh, that I that I follow on Instagram. And they tag sharks and they tag different species in order to make sure to that they're still alive, that they're not being hunted. Ocean four or ocean five. Something, something, I, I, I don't know. Uh, I, I'll, I'll look it up later. Um, but, yeah, um, I forgot where I started this. I, I still need, you know, a marine biologist. Three, four, seven, nine, eight, nine, zero, one, two, six. Because I'm confused. There you go. We need to be able to communicate with call, them, call. And, and, and I think they've been communicating to us.
0: Very possible. I mean, Whale song is definitely that is they teased about but that. Dude, sonar,
1: they're, they're talking to event. each other.
0: Right.
1: Yeah, they're absolutely talking to each other. Is there an echo? No. Or is it just you? Oh, okay. Me. It's all good. It's I, just, me. I just. No I just echo.
0: Wondered. We're good. Yeah, so, that's, uh, um, that's definitely interesting stuff. It'd be nice. You can give us a call if you're a marine biologist, or if you want to talk about your favorite movie, <laughs> 347 one nice. nine, nine, six. <laughs> I'm 186 Or we could day. talk
1: about Captain Marvel. Yeah, whatever, whatever you want to talk about.
0: I'm excited that Dumbo opens today and Shazam opens next Friday. I'm going to have two good movie weekends, I think.
1: I so hope that they go the correct direction, though, with Dumbo um it has they to be that about that's
0: pretty close to the original disney version of it so right they say it's supposed to be pretty uh, close uh, it
1: just it, you know all the animal abuse and and all of it they they have to talk about it and they have to address it so and if they're not um I, dude that's why they've uh what we call it hasn't ringling brothers already said they're no no longer doing elephant um acts i'm pretty sure they have yeah
0: it took them uh, about six months but they did they stopped doing that
1: six now. months dude it took them like 150 freaking years to figure that well, one I mean, out yeah, all of, I mean, all of weird. the their elephants
0: announcement, their announcement was weird it's like we're going to stop in six months it's like why six months you, yeah, you have a stop stop show you have a certain show you need to make some profits on first before you do it or what but they did stop it eventually
1: Yeah. uh, You know, those the the elephants, the elephant, once again, that's a species on this planet that I wish we could communicate with because they're much more intelligent than we are. And from what I understand, they're gentle giants until they're fed up, until they're they're just done. And they look at their their abusive handlers and stomp the shit out of them. And that's just the you know what you expect something different. From a superior species, uh, <laughs> something that is smarter than you, you're seeing on a daily basis, you expect it not to stomp on your head at some point. You have to expect
0: it to happen. Uh, did you ever happen to see that video, speaking of elephants? It was just freaking amazing. Um, it's on YouTube. You have to look at it. Just look under elephant saves baby elephant, and you see a baby elephant fall into a pond, and like all the elephants around, come and rescue him.
1: But sometimes they go
0: into the water. It's just I don't like know what they carrying, call that—a
1: flock? No, not a flock. A pod? It's probably a pod of elephants. I don't know what it is, but, but you, yeah, but the whole two family. Two
0: elephants go in after this baby elephant no, falls in. Because they're
1: cows, so it's a herd. I, I, they're they're considered yeah. cows, right? So it's a herd. It's pretty. I think it's a herd. Um, it's but yeah, a whole bunch videos, of videos.
0: When you have a chance, go on YouTube and type in "elephant saves baby elephant." And these two adult elephants go into the rescue, and it looks like it's a mom and dad. One goes into the water. One tries to do it from the side of the pool or the pond. It's just an amazing video. I absolutely loved it. I pull it up and watch it just for the heck of it every once in a while because they are so intelligent, and they really do take care of each other. There other,
1: There are other videos out there, too, of, like, elephants saving other animals as well. Like, like they're out there saving a whole bunch of different animals, gazelles from cougar attacks, stuff like that. So, you know, it's, it's pretty interesting. It, it, they're really intelligent and they know how big they are. You know, they're <laughs> like, okay, wait, I'm capable of saving this animal all by myself just because of my size. So, you know, <laughs> and then they can outwit whatever it is that's attacking the animal. So it's, it, yeah, they're, they're, I, I I don't know why we let people shoot them. I I, I don't know why we're letting those beings be being hunted they're, they're they're superior intelligence to us. Why, what are we doing? We
0: don't, we actually go after them. They shoot, they go after them for the ivory and there are people that is poaching and they are protected. It's just, it still happens. It's not that we're letting them do it. We just have a lot of really stupid people out there. Like you see, 45 kids with their big guns going out to with their lions and tigers and bears. Oh my. It's just, it, I don't know how that became a sport ever. I understand how it's it not does a sport it food How's that a when sport? you have to survive, but how it became a sport. How's that I do that a sport not know.
1: shooting an unarmed yeah. animal? How, how is that a sport? It, it'd be better exactly. if the lion, if the lion or the tiger or the elephant or the giraffe or whatever it is they're shooting at, had a gun and knew how to shoot back. That that's a much more interesting hunt, I think. <laughs> what the hell? I'm all you know, they don't even food. get an opportunity. For food
0: <laughs> is no big deal. You can hunt for food all day long. I have no problem with that. Yeah, we don't but have to hunt for food right now, do we? Yeah. Well, no, but there are some people that do, and I have no problem with that. Um, but uh, yeah, hunting for sport just makes it's never made any sense to me. I don't understand that. Just just the old cartoons where you see all the little animal heads hanging on a wall in the den it's like what was that all about what was that what did that ever prove to anyone that you are that you have a big gun does that when i was something else bigger i don't know
1: when i was filming nasty boys it was a tv series for dick wolf um in 1990 whatever the hell 1989 90, um uh, we were. It was a series for NBC Universal, and it's right before Law and Order. Uh, by the way, Law and Order just uh, SVU just went to season twenty one, I believe, and he's he's made like history with with that beat its it, own well, record. Uh, beat its
0: own record. The only two that had uh, twenty seasons was Gunsmoke and the original Law and Order. So Law and Order SVU just went to twenty one seasons, beating right. itself and becoming the number one all time. Series longest running series of all time.
1: Yeah, that's really cool. I I I think you know he's yeah no he. Just send him a little card. He's a brilliant producer. He he always has been a a brilliant producer. Even when he was working with Michael Mann, he's he was he was brilliant then with Miami Vice. Um, they they he's he's had his shit together for a long time when it comes to Universal and and NBC. Um. they, they really know how to work well together. Uh, The, the experience that I had, I, I, I had a lot of fun, first of all. um, And cause I was playing a cop in Las Vegas and they had us, it does come back around to guns. um, They had us qualified in Carter County um, by the survival store. They had all of the cast members qualified for different weapons and and qualified expert on a number of different weapons i'm i'm not bragging i'm not i'm not any I, I, i'm not being arrogant um i just happen to know how to shoot guns um so and i and i do it expertly um My mom
0: could beat you by they, the way but go ahead continue Cool. It
1: depends, it depends on the weapon. Cause I'm qualified expert on an Uzi submachine gun. So I, uh, I, you know, I'm not sure um, what, you know, what your mom shoots. Um, but, uh, but I'm also qualified expert on a number of other different weapons. And um, I, I, I've never wanted to hunt. I don't, I don't, I don't get that. I, I, I just, I just don't get it. I, you know, I'm like, I, and I'm, I'm kind of a, a gun dude and I, and I don't, I, I don't, you know, and I and I also, you know, feel that we should all be able to protect ourselves. So we should all learn how to shoot. We should all be familiar with with guns because, um, fact, uh, there are over six hundred million guns in the United States alone. So we should all be familiar with them, and and you know at least at least know you know be comfortable enough with them to. To know what the dangers are of weapons and and also like I said be able to protect yourself um, because criminals don't give a shit criminals don't care the criminals don't need a license criminals don't need a permit criminals don't need to show ownership the criminal doesn't care he doesn't care he doesn't care and he doesn't care or she doesn't care about whether or not you're carrying as well they don't care they only care if you're carrying when you draw it as they're holding you up or whatever they're doing to you. So that's the only moment that they're going to care because that's when they get shot. So I, you know, I'm I, I am a I, 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 I'm I, I do think that there should be gun control. Um, it is an issue uh, uh, because there's too many people that are getting or it's too easy to get. And um, I think there should be an age limit. Um, uh, but that's also hard because say we really get into some shit with some other countries, uh, we need to be able to have kids that are going to be able to, if we get invaded by anybody, we still need to have you know, kids that are going to be able to, you know, stand there and fight. So, uh, you know, it's it, it's a tough call. I think right at this point, though, 21 a is, a though, good, is a good place. There's a difference, though, between teaching them how
0: to use a gun and letting them own a gun and buy one. Letting
1: them own, I think, yeah. I I, and that's why I'm saying 21 is a, is a pretty good right. place. Uh, there's a reason for 21. Um, you're, I, I know me when I was a kid. I, I'm, I, I, I was pretty crazy. So I, there, there's a lot of shit that I did between the ages of 16 and 21 that I was like, I probably shouldn't be doing this. So, you know, it, it, it's, it, it's hard to, cause you're getting into a lot of trouble when you're in those ages. So, you know, right. that's, that's all I, that's all I know. I, 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 and that's my experience with a whole bunch of other people too. A lot of people just getting into a lot of trouble. We're just. Because we're trying to find ourselves, we're trying to find out what we are, we're trying to find other humans that we associate with, it's all hard. And when you get to a certain point, and it's not necessarily a maturity thing, it's more of just uh, 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 an understanding, maybe, of how things are really in a society, because you weren't really introduced to it you didn't have the responsibilities until that point most most kids right. don't have the responsibility even till they're like 18 they don't have the responsibilities and then all of a sudden bam you're now an adult so you know yeah go get a job so you know it's like it, 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 they don't they, they they're taking on all of that shit all at once so I, i'm like make it give them a buffer on that because there's like there's all that emotional shit that goes on, too, dude. I I remember thinking, like, I need to get married for some reason when I'm young. And I did. And I was like, why did I do that? So, you know, it's like and looking back on it, I wish I hadn't. And and you know, that was my first marriage. I was married a second time. So and then divorced the second time. So marriage, no, you know, I can't I mean, our engagement. Dude, it's all about the jewelry for her. It's all about the jewelry. Come on, you know, and and it really was. It's a nice piece of jewelry that I gave her. So and it's about my commitment. It's about me saying, yes, I want to marry you and I want to be with you for the rest of my life. Um, and I want you to be with me. So for the rest of mine. Um, so I, I, I don't know where I was heading with this. Where did I start with this?
0: You started with guns. I want to bring a whiplash. But that's okay. I did start with guns. <laughs>
1: I did start we with guns. Talking? I don't know where I started. I But why did we start with guns? I think because uh, a little girl just got shot is what I was, is the story that I was reading. Uh, uh, another little girl got shot. And that, that I mentioned, it, I think on Monday, <clears throat> by a bullet in Texas. Yeah, it was Texas. Well, uh, like she was five years old or something, and it was a stray bullet from somebody's backyard. Somebody target yeah, shooting, I, I suppose.
0: I, I think I saw that in the... Paper, But, yeah, we were talking about primarily, though, guns and the age for guns. I have no problem if you're going into um, the service or law enforcement to own a gun earlier once you've had the training that those two professions provide. But I think you're right. 21 is a good age to have a gun because you do have so much stuff going on, hormones going on, getting a, getting a fight with somebody and people are pulling guns at 18, 19. There's really no reason to own a gun before 21 unless you go into like the service or law enforcement where they train you on them. That's a whole different yeah, but that's, altogether.
1: But then it's a, 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 um, it's a, a, it's a, um, a whatchamacallit, a, a police uh, issued uh, weapon. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, you know, right. law enforcement issued weapon. It's not, it's not, it's not your own. You know, it's like Van Dyke. They're still going after Jason Van Dyke right now. The prosecution is I'm I, we, you guys leaving the hell alone already. Uh, dude, uh, everybody's suffering in this. Everybody from, from uh, wow, I, I remembered his name all last week, and now I can't remember his name, the, the black kid that got shot 16 times. Uh, you know, J- Jason was using a police-issued weapon, and he was in a, a police-issued uniform and driving a police-issued uh, fricking truck, and he was doing a, a job as a policeman. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm confused on how it's not police misconduct. He didn't go out there and just murder Laquan. That's that's his name, Laquan. And and I he didn't go out and just murder him. So I, I think it's it's really messed up for them to continue to try to press charges on him. I, I, I it's just really messed up all the way around. It needs to be kind of I dude I'd call a mistrial on this. And I'd go I'd go back and look at every single aspect of of what went down and call it right, call it correct. Call it police misconduct because it was somewhere in the training and then somewhere in the in the activity and somewhere in the moment and somewhere in the adrenaline. And that's kind of what I'm getting back to on gun control and marriage early. You're emotionally not ready to handle any of that shit. I recommend for every single person on this planet, do not get married until you're like 40. I'm serious. I am dead serious on this. Do not get married until you're like 40 so that you can experience love with a, with everybody that you need to experience love with, not really hurting anybody, not really tying anything together, not really your finances get screwed in a divorce. I've had two. my finances were destroyed in both of them. So, I, you know, you can't do you can't do that to yourself. So start there and then and then go to the emotional aspects of it. You're, you're all over the place at that age. That's why we have so many school shootings. That's why we have all these, all these young kids are all freaking out. And it's, and it's not just this generation. It's every generation during that age period. We have people that are trying to figure this out. So you get to 21 and you, you still haven't gotten it really figured out because you're still in college. You're, You're still not really there, but you've got a, better outlook you've got it five years now where we've been giving you an opportunity six years where we're you know since you're 16 to giving you an opportunity to really show what you can do and and or and or find out what you can do and where you fit into this world and and it also gives you a whole bunch of time to to get smarter to to learn more become educated right just learn you know, it, your brain is amazing thing. It's an amazing, amazing thing. No matter who you are, I don't, I don't care if it was your mother. I don't care if it was your father. I don't care if it was your best friend. I don't care if it was your, your, your freaking significant other, somebody that you loved. I don't care who told you this. If they called you a dumbass or if they called you stupid or if they put you down in any way, you are not. I don't care who you are. You are not a stupid person. You are not a stupid person, so stop acting that way. You are more than capable. Your brain is an extremely powerful thing. You are more than capable of learning every single day of your life. Pick up a book and start reading. If you don't know how to read, learn how to read. It's, these are things that are not impossible to do. And expand your brain. Expand your mind. Because you are, you're, I feel like Stuart Smalley on SNL. And they like it. There you. you
0: go. Well, with that, we're actually 10 minutes late in a break. We're going to take a break, real quick. Thanks. Play a little J Knight. And then we'll have 20 minutes for you guys left for you to call in. We're already three minutes into are 347-40 minutes into
1: nine, eight, nine, it. 989
0: 126 Go. We'll be back in a couple minutes. Around the sound, babe, I gotta tell you, like I, think it's all I made me change my mind by the time, and I'm not even sure if I can make it out of this alone. You've gone too far that's Jay Knight you're on fire guys give us a call 347-989-0126 got about 15 minutes left today what do you want to talk about got a lot oh, going on up there are, are you on fire what was i on fire over on the past fire?
1: half hour 40 minutes <laughs> you're so, on fire so my I, friend. I just, no i just wanted to make sure that that you know that 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 what that what i was saying is is it, we started talking about Dick Wolf and then i started talking about um uh, and, and congratulating him on, on being, you know, and having 21st season of Law and Order SVU. And then, um, how uh, my qualification for Nasty Boys for, cause I was playing an undercover cop, that story was based on real, uh, police officers in North Las Vegas. Um, and, uh, and I actually got to meet them all. Uh, it was really, it, right. it was really actually, uh, yeah, a lot of fun. Um, but then how, you know, I was at Carter County, uh, Carter County at the survival store being qualified for all these different types of weapons and how I don't hunt and how I think gun control is, is should be, you know, that there should be an age limit on some of that. Um, and yeah, like you said, if they're law enforcement or, or, you know, park rangers or whatever, if your security, if you're, you know, your job actually, you know, is, that you have to carry a weapon, then of course, you know, you need to be qualified and trained and, and then carry a weapon. Um, uh, and, and how I was, how I was married too young and the marriages uh, is because of my emotional state and, and, or that marriage at that time when I was 22, um, even that was, was too young of an age, you know? So, so even my emotional state then, was questionable. So I would you know, right. even raise it higher, depending on the person and depending on what you know, you've got to go individually and and really narrow it down on who should be owning a weapon and who shouldn't. So, um, I, I, you know, I think it's 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 responsible. That's all it is, is being responsible for ourselves exactly. and for other others around us. And and of all of us, civilly being responsible on this
0: issue. Exactly. So I, I brought it all back, it back around. It was,
1: it was it was tangible, dude. I I brought all that you back did. around. It took me forty minutes. You brought it
0: full circle.
1: You brought it full
0: circle. <laughs> we got a good recap. From and Dick and, and, Dick it, and it kind of started guy. with
1: orcas, which can't own guns anyway. So I I don't even know, you know, where where we got off there, but okay. There you go. <laughs>
0: Sorry, dude. No, I was gonna tell you um, my uh, m- when I was teasing about my mom being a better shot. Um, she can't do the to the Uzis and things, but my mom was actually there's a gun club in San Gabriel Valley in LA, um, right in the mountains there, um, right out of Arcadia, and my mom was the manager of this gun club for five years. So she did. The, she managed a gun club and
1: dude, uh, I when was she when was she the manager there? Because I've shot there. Oh God. I mean I've shot I like to, weapons, like guns there. At
0: that I'll shooting I'll look it room. up, we'll talk next time. But the fun It's the one that's outside, was, right? It, yeah, it's outside it's an outside range. You're right. You are yeah. in the mountains. But the cool the cool yep. thing was is they had all these different areas. They had a skeet range on one side, they had a pistol range, they had a long rifle range. But then they yep. had a couple secret places where the LA SWAT team would come in to shoot. My mom would go shoot with the LA SWAT team. Nice. And then the Israeli Secret Service would come out there and practice. Oh, oh that now. had to be so fun, dude! With, oh, she had so much fun. They she got to go to Washington D.C. and go to the consulate because she met got friends with all these Israeli wow. Secret Service people. And you want to talk about people that know how to shoot, man! And there they were. There were some younguns in there, but no, she got really good. So she shoots better than anyone in our family. My dad was a collector. My dad had over 120 handguns at one time. Uh, wow. We, uh, when he passed away, we gave, he got, he was down to like 40 when he passed away and we gave most of those to my brothers. We only kept two guns here at the house, but you're right. It's not, guns aren't a bad thing. It's the people that run them. You need to have, there's nothing wrong with owning a gun or a firearm. You just have to be responsible about it and how you do it. But yeah, my mom's a damn good so- shot. Sometime in LA we'll have to go shooting together because she's, she's pretty damn good. <laughs>
1: Last time I shot in L.A. was over in Van Nuys. I don't even know if that place exists anymore.
0: <clears throat> is that the indoor police range in Van Nuys, or which one was that one? Yeah,
1: I think so. I, no, no, it was. I, I think it's near there. Uh, it is indoor. Okay. Um, yeah, that's I'm good. not. I, I'm not exactly sure. I, like I said, I don't even know if it exists anymore.
0: Yeah, there, there was. We had some good times down at the gun range. That's for sure. She ran that place for five years. It was pretty fun. Got to meet all sorts of fun people. Uh, let's see, what should we go on to, but big shout out had, to Dick Wolf. You gotta, you gotta send him a little note because that is cool about the SVU thing. I think that's pretty oh, it's really cool.
1: He made history. He made history for, you know, longest running TV series. So I, I, I think that's just, uh, that's amazing. It, they've always been, you know, like I said, Dick Wolf's always been, uh, a, an amazing producer. He's always been able to, tap into things that are going on in, in this world and present them in such a way that everybody wants to watch. So I, I think it's, uh, I, I, you know, and like he's doing with all the Chicago shows right now, I, I, it's genius, you know, bring all those shows, you know, together and bring all the cast together. And they did all that. And it, it's just really cool to cross over all that stuff. So I, 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 am you know, I'm just, I, not that I'm proud of him. I'm just, you know, I, I, I think uh, respect. Uh, a lot of respect goes out to Dick Wolf and Dick Wolf Productions right now So for for doing that. Definitely. Um, Hi, we have um, about uh, 10 uh, minutes, guys. Uh, Call
0: in. What do you want to go to? I'm kind of pissed off about oil prices. They're on the rise again. That's
1: oh, well, that's kind of- going to happen every summer. That happens every summer. And it, they're just going to keep screwing us until they can't screw us anymore. We We have to shift, you know, to... I don't know how to do it, but um, you know, on an individual basis, we all have to decide to shift over. And that was a part of the Green New Deal, which failed yesterday. Dude, she got voted fifty-seven to zero. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I don't mean to laugh, Congresswoman. I, I uh, Ocasio-Cortez, I do not, I do not mean to laugh. Um, She's I, be on Chris
0: Hayes tonight to talk about it, though. I'm looking forward to watching her
1: on that. Yeah, you no, know, the problem with it Chris is Hayes. that. She That we and and I'm sure she'll talk about it, but the problem is is that we the people would have to pay for it, and that is not going to work. You have to use the monies that are already there, that are already available. You cannot take any more from us. We will have it voted down. We won't. I I just people don't want that to happen. They do want to shift. They want blue skies. They want oxygen to breathe. So they do want to shift. There is no real anything set up for that transition. So we need to be able to set people up in a good way in order to make them comfortable with said transition. And part of that is they, they got to offer up electric cars. dude. You, gotta, you, you have to offer it up. And they got to be cheap. And we got to be able to, you know, all of that, anything like that has to be really, really cheap. There's this kid in, uh, right. in Africa that took a Volkswagen bug, like a 1960s Volkswagen bug, and put a, um, a battery in it and put a wind turbine in it and put a generator in it that runs off of the battery and then, and then got it rolling down the road. And it does like 40 miles an hour. And then the wind turbine kicks in and charges the battery. So he's got a little solar panel on top of it as well. So he's, he built this car out of virtually nothing. And, and it's cheap as hell. It cost him like $5,000 to build this car. And it it runs all by itself. It runs all by itself all the time, because if it doesn't have solar, it's got the wind generator once it's rolling to, to give him the, the uh, battery charging. So he's right. constantly got a charge on his battery from solar VWs and from wind. The
0: were always air-cooled to begin with. Weren't the Bugs always air-cooled to begin with back in the day? Well,
1: it's That's like a Harley-Davidson.
0: It's it. like
1: an old Harley-Davidson, yeah. dude. That's why motorcycles really, a lot of older motorcycles need to drive. When, when they're stuck in traffic, they need to go through the middle. Otherwise, the motorcycles freaking overheat and explode. The the engine cracks because they're they're air-cooled. They have to be driving. They have to be riding. They have to be rolling along in order for them to cool down. Otherwise, they're going to break. So that's why you see a lot of, you know, even though I see people that are riding, uh, you know, like like katanas and stuff. And and I see them going through the middle as well. But there should be a designated lane for motorcycles. I don't know how we got off on this. But there should be an area for motorcycles to go, just all, every roadway, just to give them a place, and bicycles. I know downtown Chicago, they've got bicycle lane. It's not a motorcycle lane, but it is a bicycle lane, and that's on every damn street. Every damn street right. in downtown Chicago has a bicycle lane. And, and then the signals are set up for bicycles as well, as pedestrians and as, um, whatchamacallit, uh, cars and trucks. So, so you know, but, yeah. Of a city,
0: especially when people live in the cities like that, and their suburb and their urban areas like that, you need to have bike lanes. That's how a lot of people actually get to work and everything. That's, that's got to be. That's part of this whole energy conservation too. If a lot of people bike. I mean, yep. Chicago obviously, you can't. For oh no. <laughs> six months out. Of oh no, here, they but... do.
1: They do, dude. All winter. Did I just say doo doo? They, 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 <laughs> uh, all winter long, bro they they frickin ride their bikes all winter long dude i've seen people driving through slush and snow i mean riding through slush and snow on their bicycles all the time and they keep those bicycle lanes pretty damn clear they have in chicago they have these guys that ride around on atvs with little plows on them so they can get in on the sidewalks and they can get in on the it's actually an interesting little job but um they should just use heated concrete Use heated concrete. Sorry to take the job away from the guy on the ATV. Use heated concrete, and you won't have any snow or ice to worry about. Ugh.
0: Yeah, that, there's a guy in downtown Youngstown that goes on the ATV and does downtown Youngstown, which is kind of cool. But you're right. It would be nice if we – I wonder how much it would cost you didn't have to worry worry that about it. concrete.
1: It doesn't cost anything, really. Um, you have to do regular maintenance. And what I would suggest is start it at the original pour. When, when you're originally placing all of that concrete, um, it's, it's for the tubing, for the, for the steam tubing, which the steam can be provided by water lines. It is a, a city. Um, water lines and, um, uh, and or uh, 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 freaking – they run on solar. The, the, the boxes are run on solar power, so you don't need any, any electrical lines running to them, but you can. Um, yeah. uh, the, uh, the, 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 the tubing is like 40 cents per cubic foot. So we're wow. talking about like, yeah, we're talking about maybe maybe an extra 400 bucks per uh, placement of truck, you know, per, per eight yards. You know, and maybe a little extra money on that. But as far as labor intensive, there is none because you're literally just throwing the tubing down. Or if you use electric wiring, you can also do electric um, that heats up the concrete during the winter in the within the concrete. So if you're using electric, it, it, it's the same process. They're already laying down rebar. They're already laying down. Uh, they're already setting up forms. All they have to do is throw in that tubing or throw in that wiring. And yeah, you do have to tie it down. So tiny, tiny bit of labor intensive work. I mean, little tiny, it's, it's like nothing extra. <laughs> it really is nothing extra for these guys because they got to tie shit down. anyway. Right. They have to tie down the rebar as well. So it's just a part of the process that's, that's already established. And, and it's, it's literally, like I just said, it's literally like 400 bucks. And, and you've got an entire driveway or at least a portion of the driveway that is heated and, and the sidewalks. Hey, you do an entire sidewalk for 400 bucks, as far as heated concrete is concerned. An additional $400, which, you know, uh, like a load of concrete is, uh, is like $1,000, depending on the concrete that you're using. If you're, you know, if you're, um, if you're, uh, if you're using a, a truck. If you're, you know, that's usually eight yards, it's like a thousand, a thousand dollars. So you add another 400 bucks to that. So.
0: Right. not make a lot of it.
1: Sense. Yeah. It doesn't make a yeah, lot of sense. I don't know why they don't do it more.
0: It. Like I said, I know I've seen it done in Portland, Oregon. I've seen it done in a couple of places, but not very often. It's it's such simple technology. you think we're using it more.
1: Yeah. It's really simple technology that we've had for. Wow, dude. I, I, I don't know the exact date on that. I, I should know the ex- exact date. I'm thinking early 40s, maybe even sooner than, I mean, yeah, sooner than that. So uh, I would say, you know, possibly the 20s that, that we started heating concrete for different areas. And also installing lights. Like, we don't really need light posts. We don't, we don't, they're dangerous. They, they fall down. You know, and they kill people, actually. I, I'm not joking. I know n- a number of different people that have been killed by light posts. I, we don't need them. You, you can simply put lights in the curbs. We, you, you look at Japan. Japan's got a whole bunch of this stuff that I'm talking about. The lights are embedded in the concrete. The lights shoot up onto the buildings. They light up all this, the, this architecture that they have. And then if you're driving along, they have all these little tiny lights in the roadways. It's it's it, it, it gives you an opportunity to see where you're driving and to see what's there instead of light. Yeah, you need that's those especially from up in above. rain. You can't see. Yeah, the
0: rain. Anymore. You can't
1: you can't get it from up above. So just get rid of them. You just get rid of them and then install fiber optics when you're going to do maintenance. That's that's all it is, really, because you got to you got to do uh, like annual maintenance on any roadway. And any bridge and any, any like, curbs and gutters and sidewalks, that's right. any township in the United States, does an annual maintenance. So begin in that maintenance process. When you tear up a piece of sidewalk, tear up a big section of it, and build in the, because the, it's city-owned sidewalks, build in yeah, the- Yeah, North America just
0: started doing it about uh, in 97- but it's uh, been going on for 50 years in Europe. Europe's been going, doing it for 50 years. So it's been around. That's what
1: I'm saying. We've, we've known about it for a long time. We, you know, There's a long time we've known, it about, known about heated concrete. And more progressive. And I'm, once again, not meaning Democrat or Republican or conservative. Nah, nah. I'm just talking about a society that moves forward because that's what we're all trying to do here, I thought. Um, at least that's what I'm trying to do in my life. I'm entertaining the hell out of you guys, uh, you know, and I'm, I'm trying to move forward. I'm trying to make people laugh. I'm trying to make people cry. I'm trying to make people think. So you, you got to move forward on, on all of this. We have to continue to move forward. These more progressive countries have all installed things into their societies that work. We, we already know that they work. And so we need to do the same here. We need to become just as, as moving forward as they are
0: exactly well dude we're actually two minutes over so we need to wrap it up the week has gone by us wow dude i know
1: i didn't know we were over you could have cut me off a long time ago
0: that's okay we have no shows on thursday fridays yet doesn't start till next week so we're good so thanks for tuning in guys we'll be here all next week monday through friday one o'clock Pacific, four o'clock Eastern time for an hour of great talk radio. Did I bring what, what, everything you back, back around, is? Scott? Did What's I that? did
1: I bring everything back around? Was it more tangible? You
0: did. You were able to recap. Well, <laughs> you, you're a good recapper. <laughs> did That's I recap answer.
1: well? <laughs> you recapped
0: well. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening to Santa Rosa. Everybody have a have safe a great weekend. weekend.
1: Yeah, everybody have a safe weekend. I didn't talk about the weather at all. And uh, everybody, we you know, look out for the different storms that are coming through. You guys got rain yesterday, no. didn't you? Didn't you get rain, rain last night? Rain
0: yesterday and today. Last night and today. All
1: yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Look out for these storms. They, they're they just brewing up. I don't know how bad they're going to be. Um, They're just brewing up out of it seemingly, seemingly nowhere. So there's all these little low-pressure systems that are jamming across. So, you you know, just be careful out there and treat each other nice. Treat your neighbors nice. Love thy neighbor, correct?
0: Words to live by. Words to live by. All right, guys, we are out of here. Be back next Monday, 1 o'clock Pacific, 4 o'clock Eastern. Bye-bye. Peace.